Cairo, Seattle. It's time to get schooled with a professor, John Clayton. And welcome to Schooled with the Professor. And uh, we are pleased, particularly at a time like this, when everybody's evaluating quarterbacks and kind of seeing where the league is. Nobody's going to be better than talking about that than Steve Mariucci, NFL Network analyst. You can follow him at Steve Marinucci, which is pretty much an easy way on Twitter to be able to do it. And Steve, thanks for joining us on Schooled with the Professor. Great, John. Do I have to call you the professor? No, no, you don't. You, you, you can call me any nasty name that you want. I mean, you've done that before. Anyhow. Okay. All right. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. I'll tell you what I ended up doing because, you know, Seattle has a bye week. And, of course, I'm, I do the opposing team sidelines on the broadcast. Uh, and so I no game last week. So I ended up flying to Baltimore to go watch the Baltimore-Houston game with Deshaun Watson going against, uh, you know, an incredible Lamar Jackson. And I was just amazed. And that's yeah. why I want to talk quarterbacks because where, where do you currently look at the state of quarterbacks in the National Football League? particular league where on this past weekend, 18 of the 32 quarterbacks who started were 26 years or younger. God, I don't remember when I was 26 years old. <laughs> you know, we have, we're going through a transition period here, John. <clears throat> and I, I don't want to say out with the old, in with the new, but, you know, that Tom Brady, I don't know, maybe Tom's going to play, play another 20 years. I don't know, but you know he he's uh, you know he's one of the older guys Drew Brees Philip Rivers you know that bunch Big Ben and that that era had a certain style of quarterback and it was mostly the drop back type quarterback right and now that with the new <clears throat> in some ways we play football differently with the new rules and the high school and college influence that we have on offenses with with uh, athletic quarterbacks running option and zone reads and RPOs and all of those types of things, we're getting an influx of that type of quarterback into our league. Will it be 32 quarterbacks like that? No, because there will always be the drop-back quarterback. But the guys I'm talking about, and that you mentioned Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson and you know Russell Wilson – and those guys that can make plays like crazy with their legs adds another dimension to these offenses and uh, much more difficult to, to defend. Well, what do you do to defend these RPO running type of quarterbacks? Because that seems to be – now, what I saw uh, in that game with Houston going against Baltimore was that uh, what they called it a crab rush. They did a crab rush by Baltimore where they take you know five or six guys, linebackers, defensive linemen. They made sure they had proper technique and you know doing everything right. And they kept Watson, who's probably the best outside-the-pocket passer in the pocket, sacked him seven times, dominated him. What, what do you try to do – you know, you play man, you play zone. What 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 kind of defenses do you yeah. do against these running quarterbacks? Yeah, you, you kind of do what you do. However, because there's a there's one school of thought where if you play man to man on everybody else, and you don't have that spy or that person on the quarterback that he can do damage with his legs, he can pull it down, and nobody's on the quarterback, right? Um, I was kind of a funny story. You know, Herm Edwards and I are good friends. We coached the Under Armour game, the high school game together for 10 years, and now he's at Arizona State, right? So I gave him a call one day. I said, Herm, what are you doing? He says, I'm I'm going to L.A. to find some man-to-man corners in recruiting. And 
and and I said, tell me about that. And he says, well, all this RPO stuff, you better be able to load up the box, play all this option football with your front seven or eight, and man up on the corners and play tight coverage because if you're just zoned, you're going to get eaten alive. And so that that's one of the philosophies that you got to be able to play some man and lock down those wide receivers and use your safeties to help support the running quarterback. And so that that's that's one of the things. And, you know, and New England Patriots play a lot of man-to-man. You know that. They'll single, they'll double guys. And, of course, Lamar Jackson still had his way uh, with them. Rush for two, the team rushed for 210 yards. And so it's um, until defensive coordinators, John, start figuring out exactly how to stop all this stuff, you're going to continue to see it. I just hope <clears> – <throat> I just hope the Lamar Jacksons of the world can stay healthy. Deshaun Watsons can stay healthy because they're so exciting to watch. But you saw what happened to RG3 when he, he came out, and he was that kind of quarterback. He was rookie of the year and won the division at Washington, but then he got hurt. He was t- taking too many hits. That's the concern, taking too many hits with these guys. Steve, is quarter coverage an option, uh, maybe cover three, where at least you have the defensive backs who can come up and help stop the run you know, in a position where they can at least see if a quarterback gets by anybody? Yeah, you know, when you play four cross and four quarters coverage, you have the ability to have either safety come up and support real quickly. And so that's an option as well as man-to-man that we talked about. Um, and, and whether it's Quarters, whether it's man, whether it's um, two deep once in a while, um, cover three, you got to have some variety in your coverages. You got to have some variety in your run support. Um, so the reads for the quarterback change from play to play. And there's got to be an element of surprise and, uh, you know, mix it up and, and, and that sort of thing. Uh, we have a copycat league, which means if somebody shuts down Baltimore. And Lamar Jackson, well, they're going to get a lot of the same after that. People will say, hey, that, that works, so we're going to do it too. Um, even though it might not be their nature, they uh, they got to they gotta find a scheme that makes sense, it's sound, and the run fits are, are, are good. And, and, you know, we'll see what happens. But like the Baltimore Ravens, that kind of college offense, call it what you will, you know, nobody's really figured it out yet. Nobody's had consistent success through an entire game. So it's going to be fun to watch how these defensive coordinators adapt. Oh, no question. Talking to Steve Mariucci uh, from the NFL Network and, of course, the NFL 100 all-time series, team series, is going to start on Friday, 5 o'clock Pacific time on the NFL Network, revealing the running backs who made the team, that all-time 100. It's going to be followed by the reaction show, 6 Pacific time on the NFL Network. All right, so now uh, do you think that maybe with the ability to keep Watson in the pocket, they may have figured him out? Well, you got to go back and you know, Bill O'Brien does a good job over there, but you got to remember, last year, excuse me, Deshaun Watson was sacked the most times in the league. I want to say it was 62 times. And so they have made a concerted effort to try to fix or improve their offensive line, and they've done some of that. They've got a couple of rookies playing, and they've, and, and they've been playing musical chairs up there with some injuries. So they're still, they're still needing to get better. Obviously, he's mobile enough to escape, <laughs> but 
yeah, teams will say, let's try to keep him in the pocket because when he leaves, he's Superman. <clears throat> it's easier said than done. Um, we got to play good coverage so we can have him hold the football. And, uh, you know, we got to tackle him when we get a chance. Remember the play where he got kicked in the eye and he said, I thought my eye fell out, but he kept the play alive and he still threw the touchdown pass. And right. he got, the guy is unbelievable. He really Love watching is. Him play. And he's a great kid. Oh, yeah. I, what I was amazed at last year, the offensive line was so bad that at different points of uh, in the middle of the season, Bill O'Brien limited him to 25 passes, fearing that if you let him do more, he's going to get killed. Yeah, and, and so, they, you know, they traded for Laramie Tunsil and, and they, the Max Sharping kid is a rookie. Titus Howard's a rookie from small schools. They're doing whatever they can in the draft and free agency to protect their franchise quarterback. And I, I would suspect they continue to do that in the draft and free agency this off season, because they, if they have Deshaun Watson playing for them for the next 10, 12 years, they're going to win a lot of games, but he can't get beat up. Like he, you know, like he has been uh, recently. What, what, now, what do you think about the pocket-passing quarterbacks? I mean, it's not outdated. I mean, you're always going to have, if you can get rid of the ball quickly. Oh. But what's happening with the pocket-passing quarterbacks? Well, I think the, I think the pocket-passer will always be there because, and we're throwing the balls quicker than ever before. You know, the defensive linemen are so athletic and get there so fast now that, you know, throwing the ball under 2.5 seconds it's called a quick throw. It used to be a three-step drop, and now it's shotgun, catch and release. Um, Steve Young never went and shotgun in his life, John. Never. Okay? And so you go, God, the, 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 the game has changed that much. And Brett Favre didn't go into shotgun until his eighth year in the league, and so only because Warren Sapp and those guys from Tampa were crazy. But So now the game is played predominantly – uh, in shotgun about 60% of the time. And so we're, we're getting rid of the ball quickly. Um, there will always be room for the Tom Brady's and the Phillip Rivers and those kinds of guys that, can, that are smart, that have accurate arms, quick release, can make all the throws. <clears throat> but obviously, you know, you defend those guys a little differently than, than the guy that can pull it down and run for 20 yards at any time. But, uh, you know, the league... The league will take whoever's coming up. If you have a great drop-back passer coming out of college, he's going to be utilized in that fashion. If you get the athletic kid that's coming out of college, he will be utilized in that fashion. And so, so we take what's coming up. The, the, the thing is, more athletic quarterbacks with the zone read stuff, more, more of them are coming up nowadays. No question. What's your thoughts on Russell Wilson and where he is in the hierarchy of quarterbacks? So – if we had a vote right now, and I don't have a vote, maybe you have a vote. I have a John. vote, yeah. He's right now. He's probably in the driver's seat for the MVP. And and you know what? I marvel at at Russell Wilson. He's my size, and I'm not a big guy. He's taller than you, but he's he's not a big guy. And and he can make plays from the pocket at his size. Because he's so smart, he understands coverage and where people are, whether he can see him or not. He can make plays with his legs. The best thing that he does, <clears throat> one of the best things, is protect himself. He's smart that way. He will get out of bounds. He will slide. He will avoid the big hit. He's quick enough to give you an edge instead of a good shot at him. 
So he's, uh, I, I love how he plays. Uh, I love him off the field. He's, uh, he's a good, he's a good dude, man. And so, uh, right now I do believe he's in the driver's seat. Now, big game against, uh, Philadelphia. He's got to travel across the country and, and play those Eagles. And that's the city of brotherly love. It's not a, it's not an easy place to play, but man, what a, what a game against the 49ers in overtime a couple of weeks ago. I mean, that was probably the game of the season so far. Oh, agreed. I mean, so many ups and downs in that game. Are you concerned about Phillip Rivers with his interceptions of late and is age starting to catch up to him? Well, yes and yes, but you know what? <laughs> they need him. He's their best option. He's still a great player. He's trying to make, he's trying to make plays. You, you got what do they have? Seven losses this year. Mm-hmm, four and seven. Every game, every game has been a one possession game. Can you believe all of his losses are one possession games? And last year they had a lot of one possession games, and they won those games. They were twelve and four. So it comes down to now he threw a pick on the last drive. I get it. Uh, the one pick was uh, I thought he was going to rule it a fumble. He got hit in the pocket and it got pushed up in the air. But. Uh, I think he's in a position where he's trying to make plays all the time because they're playing catch up and he's just got to be a little bit more careful. He does. He's always had that, <laughs> that sidearm delivery, which is, which is kind of a weird looking throw, but he's so confident and he's so accurate most of the time. And I, I, I love, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Phillip Rivers fan, but yeah, the last two games, too many picks. And, um, you know, that's, that's just how it is sometimes. But uh, I don't think they're a playoff team at all anymore because of their record. But they are a dangerous team. They certainly can beat a spoiler. Steve Mariucci, great stuff, of course, on the NFL Network. You can follow him on Twitter, at Steve Mariucci. And, of course, the NFL 100 all-time team series begins on Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific on the NFL Network, revealing the running backs who made the team. It's going to be followed by the reaction show at 6 Pacific time. Steve, thank you so much for joining us on Schooled with the Professor. All right, Professor, thanks for having me on. We'll do it again sometime, okay, okay, John? That'll be great. And that does it for this week's podcast. In between episodes, you can follow me on Twitter at Clayton ESPN. If you enjoy these weekly one-on-one conversations, consider leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the show. Thanks for listening. See you next time on Schooled with the Professor.